<sighs> Good morning, chat. How's it going? We are here for another portion of the bouncer's one shot. I forgot to mention that last night. So we'll see who shows up today. See who shows up in chat. I did see Genius, who said he was coming soon. I see Nolisidra, uh, Drapsnat, uh, oh, that's Carmen. Hello. Hello, if you are not bots. <laughs> if you are not bots, uh, give the channel, give the channel a follow. Get notified when we go live if you enjoy what we do here. Just uh, finishing setting up some stuff. That's... Gotta get the sound effects and music properly set up. That's interesting. Music started stuttering a bit. Oh, interesting. So what's good in everybody's world? What's everybody up to this weekend? Watching some football today. Watching some soccer yesterday morning. I think Sirenscape really drags down the, the processor on this computer. Yeah, now the music kicked back in. It's crazy. I'll be getting a new computer soon, so that should alleviate that issue.
Oh, that was close. It also probably helped if I plugged in my laptop so it didn't die, so I got full power to it. That's probably why shit's running slow. That was tragic. What, are we, what were we at for battery percentage? 19%. Father. Now it seems like it's running a little faster. Must have bumped it up to power mode. Like a performance, I mean. And I think people should be popping on pretty quick here with me. Seems like it's audible on the stream. Oh, snap. What is going on, Mr. John? Not a ton. Things from Guild Wars 2. You should play Guild Wars 2, John Norman. Oh, should I now? Yes, and join me in World v. World. It's unlike any other competitive thing I've witnessed. Phenomenal. I have never played Guild Wars. Oh, you'd like Guild Wars. You would really like Guild Wars. That's in... Is that in the... Uh... In Steam. Just recently went into Steam. That's in... But I it's think a... that's in Battle.net, right? That's in the Battle.net launcher? No. No? No, it's in the Steam. In Steam. What's the one I'm probably... thinking of that's in Battle.net? Um, World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft, but I thought there was a guild... I thought there was something like... I know Warcraft in general is there. Um, I don't think there's a guild one. Here, I'm going to open Battle.net and see. I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> I was going to open up Battle.net myself, and then I realized that I have like a million instances of everything you, going. I just don't you have too it. much shit going right now. Don't don't know all games. Battle, Let's see, Diablo, ArcLight Rumble, yeah, Heroes of the Storm, 
No, I I, I thought, I don't know. I, You're I thinking of I, something else entirely. Yeah, I must be. Starcraft. Ah, uh, that might be it. No, you should you should play Guild Wars too. I think you would very very much enjoy it. What it is, is very very cool? The Guild Wars. It's an MMO. It's like World of Warcraft, um, but better in a lot of ways. Um, some ways not so much better, but very 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 cool. Um, primarily, what I do is play World v World, which pits three servers against each other for a week, and there is a giant map. Actually, four of them, but the one I play in per primarily is the eternal battlegrounds which is a three-way map with each server starting in a corner of it like a triangle then you have towers and supply camps and npc camps and one big ass castle in the middle called stone this castle that you can take control of breaking down walls with siege equipment that you build with supply that you grab and then when you get inside, you got to defeat the commander of the castle or the tower or whatever, and then stand on the cap point to turn it to your side. Then, if you have the supply camps nearby, um, these things called doliacs, which are like giant bull cow guys, things, and NPCs will run supply from the nearby supply camps to the tower so that you can take the tower and reinforce the tower. Build cannons on it, reinforce the walls, add um, oil um, drops over the gate. Um, stuff you can use to defend when someone comes and attacks it. And it's a war that goes on for a week before it declares the winner. <laughs> Interesting. And this is... And then each... each uh, server has its own borderland where they have the primary castle there and there are two feed in points in the lower corners from the other two servers to go attack that castle and the keeps in there in that borderlands i used to play this hardcore like like every friday night when the servers reset my guild would be on and we'd be running around doing stuff creating havoc and helping out our server communicating with other that's the other thing is you can get a commander tag and actually tag yourself on the map and people can join you and follow you around and you'll get groups of like 30 like I was just attacking Stone Mist Castle with like 30 other people and we walked in there it was so funny because uh, the red server had control of it and we're the green server and we walk in and we're about to go into the commander's room and our commander looks and goes oh hey look blue's here so we were both going after Stone Mist Castle, trying to take it away from Red. We tried to force Blue out of there, but they knocked us back and took control of it. And then we went back in like 10 minutes later and took it over. Huh, it, it's amazing. It, it's constantly shifting and it's unlike any PvP I've ever done. It's fun as hell. And there's enough shit to do in there by yourself that can affect the match. Like you can go, there's guard points that will guard the roads that the Doliacs travel on to bring supply. And if you go turn those guards to you, they'll attack the Doliac as the Doliac comes by. It's hmm. fun. It's cool. You can go capture the supply camps and Is it steal like supplies. Steal all the level supplies. One and you level up and everything and just. Oh, yeah. Really... Yeah. Level 80. There's 80 levels. 
and you can level as you play but the world is really you can get to level 80 doing pve stuff in the world and the and it's all dynamic quest lines that like the world state will change depending on where the quest line's at Hmm. And they'll run in cycles, like centaurs will come in and take out, and they'll have control of a camp. But then you can push them out, and if you push them out, there'll be vendors available to you in that camp. Or town. And it, it's just, get into it, make a character, and start just dinking around in it. And see what you think, because for me, I mean, A, it's free. It's free to get in. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay anything to get in. You get the base <laughs> game for free. That is a draw. Mm-hmm. And the expansions, I think, are like 30 bucks a piece, and I think there's four of them. So if you get to the point where you feel like you need an expansion, you can get it. I feel like I've expanded enough today. I have definitely expanded enough over the last two weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> We had Stacy's Christmas party, holiday party, Friday night at the house here, and oh, oh, jeez, lots yeah. of food, lots of beer, yeah, kind of feel like a stuffed sausage. Oh yeah, I believe it. Did you happen to check the music room or the music your, lobby? Your Britney Spears hardcore. Yeah, I turned it on <laughs> and then I turned it off after a minute. I was like, eh. Oh, come on that's great if anyone's wondering go check go check the music lobby on the um yeah discord there's some uh bardcore britney spears remakes uh bit.ly slash our fun discord uh let me turn this off uh now video participants um yeah i was rocking the boot I like my tree is festive and my Christmas decorations is so fucking cool. I love it. Can you see my tree when you cut, you cut me off and clip me up behind the wall? I, I need to fix. Why is this? Yeah, if I click on just you, I can see the whole tree. I I'm love. Not, I'm not sure what's on, on Twitch. Yeah. I love what it looks like at Christmas time here. The only thing I'm missing is my table runner that ended up at my ex-girlfriend's place. So mm. I have to get that back from her. Oh, that's no a... longer? No longer? Oh, yeah, no. That's That's been done for a month or so now. Month and oh. a half. Well, yeah. I am sorry to hear that. Oh, no, it's, it's, it is what it is. I am so, not sorry to hear that then. <laughs> it would take a bolt of lightning to get me in a relationship now. Did you say a bolt of lightning? A, a bolt of lightning. Uh, so. 1.21 gigawatts? Yep, exactly. Very, very frightening. Galileo. There you go. <laughs> oh my god, speaking of Galileo and galleons, um, I know I recommended Priory of the Orange Tree, and I'm enjoying that when I'm actually like physically reading, but I picked up Stephen King's fairy tale on audiobook, holy shit if you enjoy reading or if you've ever enjoyed reading Stephen King that is a must that book is phenomenal and the even the audio the audiobook is just great the guy reading it's great the the whole kit and caboodle I'm oh, I think I'm like 15 hours 
in of the 24 hours long it is. Ooh, it's nice. ah! I know I know an audiobook is really good is when I start listening to it outside of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've been listening to it all weekend. Running awesome. errands and stuff. I got my earbuds in running around. It's like, ugh. I'll have to do that next or I'll have to add that to my list. I uh, I'm currently like thirty hours into the stand, which is the unabridged version, which I think oh. is like fifty five hours. Oh shit. I read that when I was young. That that's a there's a there's a point, uh, I forget what it was, how that, how it goes, but he had a interview video, um, that he said, uh, oh shit, I did this wrong, that's not what I wanted to do, do not disturb. I need coffee, oh. hold on a second. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to set that, I'll just keep that muted over there. Yeah, it was an interview he had or something where he was talking about writing the stand and how many characters he had in that book and he's sitting there uh and he got the uh recommendation from another author that said sometimes you just need a man to send in a man with a gun he wasn't sure where it was going he had so many characters he didn't know how he was gonna bring it all together so he sent in a guy with a gun and <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that'll work hmm. I'll wait till Norm puts his ending the thing I was going for is Stephen King was in an interview he was talking about when he was writing The Stand how he had so many characters Norm that he, he was like I, I don't know how to do this and he got a tip from a different author and he said sometimes you just need to send in a man with a gun I and, yeah, and he I, did yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> and that'll be the plot for today's show. Yeah. yeah right. No, the plot for today's show has already been written. I didn't, there wasn't a ton of preparing when I figured out, when I looked back at my outline for the last session, I went, oh, I have enough here for, <laughs> for this session too. Excuse me. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I don't know if that belch was caught on camera. I am your host and DM, JC Dittmer, here with these two nerds, because sometimes we get the math right. That man rubbing his eyes and pointing and dancing is one Tom M. Norman playing Remy today. How you doing, buddy? I am a turtle. You are a turtle. A, 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 I like you turtles. are the... You are the red-headed stepchild of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I am um, blue-faced stepchild. The blue-faced stepchild. And that other man looking behind him like he just farted and there was a rabbit back there or something he wanted to blame it on. It's one Jeff Williams. Uh, what is your character's name again? Fuck. Cornelius. Cornelius, yes. Should be easy to remember. Yes, yes, it should be. You would think it would be, but... You'd think... Doing well, doing well. <laughs> it's Sunday morning and we're playing D&D, right? So. It doesn't get much better than that at all. As you can see, things are fairly festive in my domain. Oh. 
things are fairly the same in Jeff's, but I don't know if he decorates his basement for Christmas. <laughs> no, no, no. It tends to be a uh, storage place for unwrapped presents and wrapping paper until until everything's all taken care of. But you so have the perfect table for wrapping gifts because you mm -hmm. can have so much. That table, he's got like this old style, like eight foot diameter wooden table, mm -hmm. like a, like a medieval wooden table. Oh man. Oh, I am jealous thinking about that. Having all this space to put <laughs> wrapping paper and tape and ribbon and scissors and stuff, and then still have like 10 feet to. I don't know how you have 10 feet on an eight foot table, but. <laughs> It'll feel like 10 feet compared to what I got over here. Because math is hard. Yes, math is hard. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you got a recap for us? I, I do, <laughs> I do. Um, so, uh,. Uh, Rembrandt and Cornelius met at the Belting Dragon. Uh, the instruments there were playing by themselves, kind of some uh, elevator music. Um, Cornelius uh, broke the door on his way in because he's a little bit large. Uh, there were orcs and dwarfs and other patrons at the tables. Um, so we went and talked to Ellie and got <clears throat> hired to break up fights and stuff, watch the door, all kinds of uh, bouncery stuff. Um, Cornelius let in a goblin with a backpack because he would, didn't. He seemed non-threatening. Um, uh, he bailed shortly after, and then there were some orcs that uh, started a fight, knocked over tables. Um, so in true barbarian fashion, we broke it up by killing all of them, and uh, a goblin also died. Uh, we're cleaning it up with uh, a keg robot also helping, and we went back to watching the door and things, and... Remy found a bag on the bar that was uh, where the goblin was sitting. Uh, he dumped it out, and there were like 30 to 40 creepy dolls and a crawling claw. So he wanted the bag, and so he dumped all the dolls in the alley where the dead orcs, where we put the dead orcs. And uh, when we came back in, Ellie said, it's, uh, it's time to start collecting cover charge of five silver. And uh, so Remy was going to take the door, and Cornelius was going to work the inside and I think that's where we left off so uh, Ellie needed someone on guard when hosting Bratney Shears the bard hiring Rembrandt and Cornelius was obviously genius until Remy goes full no holds barred and yes I rhymed bard with bard so, yes you did, you did. I, I had to look that. at that I'm like I I, I that was the best I could come up with. It, it still works like the, the words in there, within there. Cornelius? I mean, you dropped Cornelius in there. <laughs> All right. We will take it. So uh, let's put everyone in appropriate places here. So Remy, Remy you need so to be by the door. The Remy would have been by the door. I think Cornelius probably would have taken up the spot, probably not using the chair that like where he is right now at table six. Oh no, over there. Okay. Yeah, over there. Okay, near the stage. Yeah, I probably yeah. would have climbed would back up. In, would you say inside or outside the door? For you? No, no for, for you. you. You're, you're you collecting outside. money now. Oh, that's right. I'm collecting money. So yeah, I would have been inside. So when the basically on the back side of the wall to you. That's me. I don't know where you are. Uh, you, you put yourself there, where yeah. you need to be. There. 
There we go. <laughs> We're putting him back just... on the stool. There we go. Oh. Yes, Lots no. Of... <laughs> Lots of people trying to control one token. All right, I'll go. I can't see where the lines are. Okay, I'm in the lines. I'll kind of hang out just uh, over there. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're standing on the stool. <laughs> no. No. No, you probably set your like drink down on the stool. All right. So, uh, uh, crowd starts uh, filing in. Ooh, here. Let's test the bounds of Old Bear Rodeo. How many tokens can we put in one room? <clears throat> oh, what do we have in B? Whoops. Do you, do you want to... Do you want me just to start filling it up with tokens? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was going to do. Uh, we'll use goblins, why not? Um, so they all keep filing in. Everyone's kind of paying five silver and being decent about it. And we can use some of these too, because these will be fun. Um, as you're born. sitting, taking uh, taking the money there, Norm, uh, or Remy, uh, you notice a large... Um, Covered wagon? It's not a covered wagon. It, it, it's a wagon. It's a carriage. It is a very finely ornate, bejeweled, sparkly carriage coming down the road with several large humanoid, quick count, eight large humanoid um, guards walking alongside it. They're four of these massive like Clydesdale style black war horses with silver jeweled um, tack and uh, harnesses on them pulling this just this <laughs> this carriage is decked out to the max like if you shined a light spell on it it would look like a disco wherever it was and just shining bright um, putting two and two together, this is probably brand new shears. Hold um, that thought one second. Sorry. All right. Uh, Cornelius, just... people keep piling in. Uh, they keep they keep getting in, and things are getting a little tighter on the stage. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to be somewhat. Uh... Um, as I'm as I'm bouncing, I'm also going to be clearing tables a little bit, but mostly to uh, sneak some drinks out of all the half-empty glasses. <laughs> That's fair. Um, oh, that guy's big. I don't want to use him. Use the goblins and the masks. Um, and, and an important thing that you kind of have to keep them doing is keeping a walkway along those tables so that the waitress can get around and stuff. The bar starts filling up, though. Um, let's see. Let's put this guy at the bar. Um, as I was watching back last week, so I see the stairs. I'm assuming the stairs go up. Uh, actually, they go down. They go those down. Stairs, okay. Those stairs go down. Is there a staircase to the uh, rooms? I think they said they had rooms, right? 
No, actually, yeah, there'd probably be a staircase down and a staircase up that would be over in this. Yeah, fuck. The other direction, probably from by the privies going up. Okay. Did not think about that. That's my bad. Um, I'm, I'm a map guy, so. Yeah, so like, like right here would be the staircase going up. So, and then like a door like right here. Okay, in case we need to, you know. Yeah. Quick, quick stairway on the backside. Um. All right. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll honest... keep walking through that path that the waitress needs to take. So I'll, I'll kind of be, uh, you know, walking a patrol back and forth. There'd be an outside door right there too. A, a, a secret back door that's usually bolted. Um, you guys were made aware of this door and the arrival of Miss. Um, shears that it would be um, that would lead up to a room. The the rooms have been cordoned off for the evening. Basically, like people are allowed to stay, but not until she's gone. Like they have cleared the entire upper deck. That's like her area. Um, Ellie's set up uh, arrangements with them and how she's how this is all going to play out as far as what she needs and what she will do to get to the stage. Um, yeah, sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. So this wagon comes and uh, pulls up. Like I said, you have been given directions to send her to the back door that leads upstairs. Um. So what would you like to do as this wagon approaches with these eight? And uh, you've seen them before, Goliaths. There are eight Goliaths that are guarding this. Like, they're as tall as the carriage themselves. <laughs> and they I... are all um, very, very handsome, perfectly, like, coiffed hair and oiled up a little bit and just like you know they look they look like they're probably her dancers too for her show maybe backup dancers yeah 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 exactly and they look like they're ready to go on and perform um i'll then I'll go outside and i'll kind of waddle wave my arms to get their attention oh little one how are you doing Oh, I am I am splendid on this beautiful day. Uh I am I am assuming that you are here for the show. Oh, we are here to perform uh, the show. And what a grand performance it shall be. Uh definitely. I, I need you guys to go around the backside. Uh we have an entrance for you to come in and uh uh yeah, because there's a lot of people in here right now. Oh, most excellent. Yes. People do not worry us. <laughs> And the line goes around the building the other way. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in the line that it's roped off. Like, they're screaming and yelling, and the debate is in everyone's head. Do I get out of line and risk a good seat to go meet her? Or do, do I stay in line? And for the most part, they, they're um, oh, actually here. You know what? Let me roll a die. Let's see how the crowd's doing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's like three or four of them that just jump the line and start charging uh, the carriage. 
Is there anything you would like to do before they get to the Goliaths? It's three of them. It's 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 three girls that they're just they're beside themselves. I'm gonna kind of glance at the Goliaths, shrug my shell, and just kind of wave my hands. <laughs> go, not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> shrug my shell. That's a good one. They come running up and with like it looks effortless. Like they've done this a hundred times before. The, the one of them, the one that you were talking to grabs one of them just by the back of their shirt and picks them up like a little kid. Like the arms and legs are dangling. They're, they're freaking out. Oh my God. Brandy shears, Brandy shears. And uh, another one just grabs two of them under each arm. It's like, you need to get back to line. You may, you may buy meet and greet afterward. Yeah. And he starts walking back to the line with, he's got a very, uh, um, Swedish style. I was going to say, it sounds very Nordic, very Swedish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put you back in line. <laughs> sets them down, and my my accent's going to wander all over the place for him. Yeah, as it should. You said there's eight of them, so you can mix and match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the one you were talking to hands the other one back to him after he goes back to the line. And... Yes, we will... Um... We'll, we'll set up back there. That that sounds great. Uh, we're looking for a little, looking forward to a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of popping and locking. Uh, yes, yes, that does seem like a grand, grand time. Um, if you need anything, Ellie is behind the bar, and I'll be by the door. And the big elephant guy inside is, um, yeah, he's a bouncer too. So, uh, elephant guy, huh? Yeah, Cornelius. He's he's a he's a good friend. Oh. All right, cool, cool man. Don't be surprised if he asks for for an autograph. He he's a big fan of Brittany shoes. <laughs> oh man, are we playing yes and? <laughs> That's up to you. You can say yes and or no but. That's... I mean, no but his sister is. Or... <laughs> uh, already got characters with sisters. Or I could just be setting you up. I could think that you are, and you really aren't, and you just get annoyed every time I tell people <laughs> Yeah, that. we'll see what happens. Uh, they, that wagon pulls around the carriage, pulls around the side. They set up a formation. Um, I'm going to go back. Do to, you watch them, or are you just back taking money and letting people in? I, I don't care. I'm just going to go back and start collecting money again. Make a perception check. Just see if you happen to see this. Uh, how does a five tickle you? Yeah, you are you are collecting money. You have no <laughs> clue what's going on. None whatsoever. Uh, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping Ellie isn't suspicious that every single glass that I return to the bar is completely empty. <laughs> she is very thankful. She's too concerned about serving right now. Um, there is also another bartender back there. And I don't think we've created a second bartender yet. Would... But uh, we we were talking, and both uh, Oscar and Bofides would have been here at some point. I'm not sure if they're still here. You think Oscar? She may have asked Oscar to come and help tend yeah. bar. All right, so let's put Oscar behind the bar too, because tonight's a big night. So if you want to drop Oscar behind the bar? I don't know what token you want to use. He's, yeah. he's a sorcerer, so I'll take the sorcerer. Okay. Bofides would have uh, avoided this entire this event. show like a plague yeah 
Both of these would have avoided both of these bouncers. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you alright, Yeah, my head went somewhere inappropriate. <laughs> both of these bouncers, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I saw a woman like this the other day. She had arthritis in both hands. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. I the... quit. That's it. This is the last show. <laughs> Thanks for joining, guys. Carriage door opens, and you, you believe, just based on what you've heard, that Ratney Shears successfully made it inside to the rooms. Um, at this point, there is one of these Goliaths uh, at each entrance to the stair. So we'll do these. We'll do one here and one here. So the stairs upstairs are guard being guarded by her personal retinue uh, slash dancers. Um, Cornelius. So you're standing there. You're kind of bussing the, the tables a bit. Um, things near the stage are getting a little rowdy. The uh, there is a goblin and a human that are fighting because the human is standing in front of the goblin, and the goblin can't see, so he keeps poking the human in the back of the knee, trying to get him to kneel down so that the goblin can see the stage. And this is escalating, you notice it's escalating, they're bickering at each other. All right, I'm gonna do a quick uh. Intelligence check. See if, uh. Alright. That doesn't seem too bad. 14. Okay, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to walk over and grab the chair that Remy was using and give it to the goblin. Oh. Well, there's a right, proper gentleman. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Climbs up on the chair and gets up there and says, Wong Shanks is no good for for me now. <laughs> you just keep standing there and bopping. <laughs> and your uh, your crisis is averted through clever use of a chair. The, the goblin is happy again. And it's, it's probably setting up for future failure because that's not a uh, stable situation necessarily, but it works well, yeah. for now. And once people start jumping and bobbing, that thing may fall over and that goblin may get trampled, but that's something for later. That sounds mm -hmm. like a goblin problem in the future. That sounds like future <laughs> goblin problems. Uh, a goblin problem. Goblin problem. Wow, my head's in the gutter today, guys. <laughs> um, so the, the rest of the line filters in. Um, you get to a point, uh, Remy, where there are um, enough people in here. You can't add any more people possibly into here. Um yeah, go ahead, go ahead and arrange all the guys in the squares <laughs> if you like. Um, all the tables are uh, filled up. All the standing room spots are full. Um, and there, there is literally nowhere to move through here comfortably. 
Yeah, using that ghost, that ghost is like giants. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to use the ones that <laughs> that are the masks and the masks and the goblins, whatever the mask is, seem to. There's a table of dead people here. <laughs> <laughs> table of undead skeletons. There's goth kids. Goth kids <laughs> the, the table of undead goth kids. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. I want to. I want to write a whole campaign about a group of undead goth kids. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing kind of laps now at this point with it being this crowded. I'm basically walking uh, right across the bottom and then left across the top of the tables three and table two and kind of doing a loop. Yeah. The so um, push the problem this you're away. having is maintaining a gap between table three. And the stage and table four in the stage. They people keep filling that up, but you need a walkway there for people to serve. Mm -hmm. Um keep talking to people about not blocking that. And so what the Okay. Yeah. It's pe people keep moving around that and you keep shoving them back. Um actually make a persuasion check. Oh, I was hoping you were gonna say intimidation. Well, you could do intimidation if you want to do intimidation. Uh, persuasion is uh, better it's for me. Verbal so. motive. Yeah. Hey, that's good. That's a. Uh, that's a. Uh, oh no, that's a. I thought that was a twenty. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh yeah. There is a uh, rather stubborn human that is into his cups pretty heavily. Um. And through the course of the conversation, you were able to not necessarily uh, convince him to move for the reasons that he needs to move, but you find a way to convince him to move because he'd be a step closer to the bar. <laughs> he agrees to that with it as he's slashing beer on himself, ale on himself. Uh, at this point, Remy. We, you've reached capacity for the bar. It it can't possibly fit any more people in. And at this point, there's a dwarf that comes up to the door. And he, he says, hey, can I get in? Uh, I'm a no, huge brat and cheers, man. No, no, we, I'm sorry, sir. We are we are full. I am a I'm a little man. I say I just I need to get in. I need to see my sweetheart. She is adorable. I love her. As 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 reasonable as as that may be, uh, I I cannot let you in. He he kind of leans over conspiratorially. Have over some gold. I just straight from me to you in your pocket. How how much? Three hundred. Give it in. Uh, I'm gonna look around. Is anybody watching me? I mean, we're making uh, uh, ten gold a week. At three hundred is uh, quite a uh, sum. Uh, let's see. Is anyone watching you? Good question. Uh, there's there's a couple of the people in line that are keeping an eye on you, but they're they're in back. They're trying to see you. Mm -hmm. Like the person that's right at the edge of the line here has got their back to you, but there are a couple people in the back of the line that are hopping and trying to oh. see what's going on at the entrance of the door. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of uh, 
pull the bag of holding around so it's kind of in front of me. Okay. And kind of open up the mouth a little bit. Just enough so I'm kind of like I turn my back to the I turn my back to the uh to the crowd, mm-hmm. to the line. Mm-hmm. And you know, so I'm kind of shielding him. Yep. And I say, make your donation. <laughs> and he can Kind of looks around and he just left hand puts sleight of hand check here. He's just gonna gently he drops it all over the place. Uh, it could be a very real possibility. It's a little awkward. Um, and the pouch opens up, but nothing spills out of it. But there's a brief like tink, tink, as as a couple of the coins hit each other as it all ends up in the in the bag. All right. I'm going to look at him and be like, you better... <laughs> hand me the five silver cover charge. Yep. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the show. And the dwarf gets in. And he's got nowhere to fucking stand. He's standing in all the walkways. <laughs> oh, all right. The... Crowd. There's about 50, there's a, almost 50 people in there, so you've got uh, 250 silver at this point. Also, unless you've been making drops at the bar. You, got, you probably have about 250 silver. I don't know if you've been using the bag or how you've been carrying that, but... Uh... I love that you keep moving yourself around, Jeff. Every... Trolling <laughs> 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 the tables. I I probably would have asked Ellie how she wanted me to hold on to it. To be honest, I probably she would have, have asked her for egg. A, yeah, I probably would have asked her for a pouch to put on my hip. Yeah, yeah, that's a rather large pouch at this point, though. I mean, it's it's a it looks like a backpack. Yep. And I'm so I'm I'm actually going to to. <laughs> Ask the dwarf before he tries to find a spot. Hey, watch the door for me. I'm going to drag the <laughs> silver to the bar. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you drag this. He goes, right. And you uh, you drag and, and the silver I'll to the bar. actually offer, I'll bribe him with, with an ale. I said, I'll get you a free ale if you watch the door. Don't let anybody in. Oh, right on. Um. Can I ask Oscar for uh, uh, tell him I'm, I'm getting thirsty and see if he'll give me something? Yeah, Oscar. Oscar Even though I, I've been constantly drinking little bits out of everybody's glass, but um, Oscar's actually kind of a I was going to say a wizard behind the bar, but I guess he's a sorcerer behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling drinks and like he's got this somehow he's got this um, I'm thinking he's got a wand he's well, it's not a fake hand. He's managed to attach his wand to his stump, and he just uses that magically to move shit around. I think he, I think he's got mage hand, or he would have yeah. mage hand now. So, mage hand with his wand, <laughs> and it like forms actually on the end of the wand, and he uses it almost like a, uh, a magical. In fact, you know what? No, he doesn't even have his wand there. He just casts mage hand, and it sits a, on the stump of his hand. And he uses it like that. He's gotten very accustomed to functioning with two hands, but one is a almost permanent mm-hmm. mate at this point. He's studying how to make that a permanent thing for him. 
uh, it, it fades like every once in a while and he has to recast it, but that is like his goal is to make a permanent mage hand that will fit on his hand and at some point maybe we can explore that. Uh, maybe there's some research that needs to be done or a home that needs to be recovered to do such a thing. So probably t Cornelius is from Ravnica, I'm sure the, the Izzet engineers <laughs> can come up with something. Oh yeah. He's Izzet, oh. isn't he? Cornelius? Cornelius is uh, Celis Naya, but he got uh, he had a incident where that's that's why he's a tempest cleric because he's mm. affinity to lightning is it a problem <laughs> <laughs> all those jokes come out again all right so yeah he's a he's a whiz behind the bar he gets you a drink uh kind of does one of the slide down the bar to you and it's honestly he found a bucket <laughs> figured that would be more your style a little bit larger something good not necessarily just go and be done with yeah. it. Yeah. I he gives me the bucket, I drink what's in it, and then I use that bucket to collect more cups and bring it back to the bar on the next round. So now you got a bucket, you're collecting cups in the bucket, and this is way more efficient. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'll continue my rounds then. Alright. I'm <laughs> at the end of the bar, like the open spot where yep. the servers are walking in and out with the money. I think we need to stop letting people in now. Yep, <laughs> yep. yep, I stopped. Okay, who's got who's on the door? Cornelius is walking around. I bribed a dwarf with I, I need a I need an ale, please. To to he's oh. watching the door. He's trustworthy? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> she's she's getting you the ale and she's thinking about it while she gets you the ale. Uh, she comes back with the ale, she goes, Man, I really hope you're a good judge of character and <laughs> he has you the ale. Uh, make, make a perception check, Cornelius. Because you're tall enough to see over the crowd. Remy isn't really. Hey, that's good. Uh, it's 17. 17. Um, you have noticed that the dwarf has let three of his friends in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems accurate. Um, but the problem is, is that it is so crowded, they've disappeared into the crowd at this point. Mm. So by the, the time I make it back over there, they're gone. As you guys come back to the door, the dwarf is fighting with three goblins. And <laughs> it's getting, like, they're pushing on him, and he's trying to hold the, like, he's holding the door. He's like, no, no more he can come in. Christ, <laughs> dumb, dumb, you goblins. <laughs> Holding the door, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to push the dwarf out of the way into the corner. Make a strength check. He's shove... a stout dwarf. Eighteen. 18, yeah, yo, oh, hang on, hang on, He's, he gets a roll too. Although, yeah, he wasn't expecting it, he rolled a 5, you shove him right into the corner. I, I, what? and I, hey, and, ow! and I shove the, I shove the ale into his hand. Oh, <laughs> he starts drinking, like the shove forgotten once he's handed the ale. He seems like he's already into his cup pretty well. And I'm going to stand in the doorway. Like basically, I shoved him, and like the the cartoon where 
you know, where somebody slides in and knocks the other guy out and ta- immediately yep. takes a spot. Yep. I, I did that. And uh, I'm going to yell, Cornelius, my chum, uh, I need some strength. <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to hold them back. Over the din of the bar, you hear your friend Remy call you Cornelius. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll stand behind him. But, but, but he let more people in, <laughs> says the goblin. Leave, ruffians, or this is not going to turn out well for you. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> Crit, 20. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He turns around and walks away dejected. Uh, Do you say anything else to the rest of the line? I'm just going to just turn to him and point my finger kind of like, why, all of you. (laughs) This one little girl, this one little human girl walks up and goes, Mr. Is, is there any chance we could get in yet? If people leave, you can come in. Oh, okay. Is that likely? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> okay. And she a big grin and she sits her ass down right by the door. She's the next one in line. She's waiting for someone. Someone to either be thrown out or walk out. And there's a she strong will. possibility <laughs> of people being thrown out. Thrown out's more likely. Uh huh. That is, yeah. Uh, in, in fact, in fact, because this little girl is so cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to one of them. turn around, <clears throat> and the undead, I... the undead, um, uh, goth kids, the undead goth kids uh, at yeah. table six. Yeah, they're yeah. gone. I'm gonna throw them out and let the girl in. <laughs> Oh, oh shit um well uh okay so they start fighting you uh, i need to roll for initiative <laughs> the three undead goth kids do i have at I least want... can i can i at least grab one and throw him out before the other two notice um like they're like if they're backs to me like i would grab one off the stool and drag him out uh... or give me a and make a stealth check a stealth check or strength <laughs> Beat a 10. Stealth check. Beat a 10. Because you're just going to walk up to him and yank him. It's, they, their perception's 10. Critted. 20. Critted. Yeah, you, you grab him by the back and just... Nope! I didn't like that! <laughs> the front door. And the other two kids... God. <laughs> he's he's in the middle of the middle. You know what he's doing? You know what he's doing? He's giving me fuel for future adventures with these two bouncers. Goth <laughs> <Not> kids. <laughs> They're going to unite. Goth <laughs> oh. kids of the world unite. Um, so you... Uh, I was walking away, so I didn't see it. You proceed to toss that one out, and the other two are like, What the, what the hell, man? What's your uh. deal? Uh, I need to make room. <laughs> I have no... You're just going to throw us up? We paid. Well, I'm going to reach in my 
bag of holding and pull out a gold piece and give each of them a gold piece and say, scram before you're next. Make a persuasion check. Seventeen. They kind of look at each other. And I'll actually say, if you stand... Not four-inch nails. If you stand outside the door by the sidewalk, you'll still be able to hear the music. What about him? And they point to the door. Fuck him. Uh, does a 15 hit your AC? Uh, guessing not. Hold that thought. No, it does not. He swings. Describe how this misses you. <laughs> or hits you in the shell. And then we'll roll initiative. <laughs> so I'm standing there and I see him swinging and my head just drops into the shell. Yep. <laughs> when you said I'm standing there, I'm like, oh, yes! Yep. So you just dunk the fist, head pops back out, roll initiative. Oh, and I have an advantage. So it's in... um, 17. This is not something I was expecting to happen. Uh, <laughs> 17. 15 for Cornelius. And I'm facing the other way. In my uh, round. Grammy. Yes, I'm doing this old school. <laughs> FYI, I'm taking my gold back if I whoop these kids' asses. Because <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's funny because I picture that at 21, Tom is one of these goth kids, <laughs> probably didn't dress up like them, and he would have it take full offense to someone getting grabbed by the collar and thrown out the door. Yep. That is accurate. For sure. That is <laughs> I was there when something like that happened. That is extremely accurate. I, I feel like it was at somebody's bachelor party. I think it are was. You, um, are you dealing with past trauma through D&D? <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. It's amazing how that happens sometimes. The longer I play my characters, the more I realize, oh, they're just aspects of my personality. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like every character I've ever made, I start playing them, and then suddenly I go, oh, shit. This is me on a level. (laughs) Let's see here. What am I working out this week? Yeah. So the uh, first kid, the other kid then, swings at you. Uh, And and hits you square in the shell. It doesn't do anything. He he hits you. He's like, "Ah!" The other kid that missed you initially swings again. They both had higher initiatives? Holy shit. Oh, they tied you, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they're goth kids. Because oh, um, <laughs> goth kids are tough. Because <laughs> your dex is zero or is ten. No, they usually just use, like, cutting words. Oh, shit, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. They might, they might start resorting to that. Uh, or oh, they're going to use or mockery? Mockery. Yeah, yeah vicious mockery. <laughs> um, Uh, the other one swings and misses, hits the wall. It is your go. What would you like to do? Like, I'm not even mad at this point. I'm just, I'm laughing because they suck at fighting. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'm that's, I'm going to use a free action to say, boy, 
Goth. What I've heard is correct. Undead goth kids really suck. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, grapple the one closest to me, which probably be what? Which one do you think would be closest? Either one matter. of them on the bottom one, probably. Yeah, I'll grab the, the one that's going last. I'll grab the <clears> bottom <throat> one and drag him out. Make a uh, um, grapple check. So an unarmed strike. They aren't very dexterous or strong. 26. So. I'm rolling good today. <laughs> yeah, you, you, grab, you grab him by the back of his black jacket. <laughs> I'm going to um, say stop struggling or I'm going to slap that makeup off your face. Hey, you said you're going to try and throw him out? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm going to. Or are you going to drag him out? I'm going to drag him out. Okay, if you drag him out, you can move half your movement with him. So you drag that one out. You guys are 10 feet out of the building now. <laughs> I love the, the one goth kid off the map. Oh, yeah, I flung him. <laughs> he got tossed. He's on the road uh -huh. swearing. Um, all right. That's your movement action. Anything for your bonus action? Uh, my bonus action is going to be... Uh... Of course, I have to at least get one shot in. So I'm going to Jack Johnson him. Uh, if I have him kind of like a hockey fight, I'm going to give him the uppercut. I don't know if you'd be able to make an attack with your, you, because you used your action. What is your yeah, bonus action? My, the yeah, bonus I, action you only get if you use an action to attack, I think. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. I thought that yeah. was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, By the rules, you know, this is kind of. You know, I mean, I'll allow you to kick him in the pants as you shove him out. <laughs> yeah, can I use my bonus action to actually release him and shove him by his friend sure. in the road? Sure, yeah. I'll allow you to do that. I'll do that. No damage, but just a good shove to send yeah. him out towards the road. Trying to get um, him to fall on his butt or trip over his friend, but... Cornelius. Uh, I'm going to grab a couple of uh, half-empty glasses on table three and walk this far, and that's it. Because I'm would not. i facing the wrong direction. Fair enough. Um, my, my hope in actually dragging the kid out, just so you know, John, was to have the other one follow me. Um, well, make a perception check. The other guy's going to come play ride the turtle. Jump on your back. Ride the turtle was your sex move in college. <laughs> uh, sex or... move or wrestling move? <laughs> yes. Mm. What, what was your roll? Four. Four? Um, you come back to the door and inside, and the table where the three of them are sitting is empty, other than the other couple of uh, patrons on the other side. Um, the gold pieces are gone. Uh, the kid seems to have completely vanished. What Remy doesn't realize is the kid grabbed all of their drinks and any of the money they had on the bar, on the table, and ducked out and he's actually standing in line. <laughs> he hid in line. Huh. 
And as you're pondering the disappearance of this one goth kid, the three goth kids escape into the night. Now you can let the little girl in. Mission accomplished. Now you can let the little girl in if you like, yes. All right, yeah, so I'm going to kind of peek my head out and say, all right there, sweetie, uh, you can come in. Um, I just, I love this token. I know it's big, but I'm going to minimize, make it smaller for her. There. There we go. She comes in and sits at the table in the back, and she's like super excited. Like, she will watch the whole concert with you if you sit there with her. Yep. Yep. And um, you feel a bit better now knowing that um, some of the uh, dwarves that got in, like, you aren't, maybe you're just a hair over capacity now instead of being five, six people over capacity. And the rest of the night goes on as we approach concert time with very little issue. The, uh, there's about five minutes to the start of the show and, uh, there's been this curtain that's been pulled up all around the stage and you've seen a few of the, uh, um, muscle or dancers, the muscle dancers, (laughs) Call them the muscle dancers, uh, ducking behind the curtain, bringing stuff in, cases in, and stuff, and bringing cases out and stuff. Uh, basically, setting up the stage for the for the show. Um, Cornelius, at one point, one of the guys uh, comes up to you and says, uh, "Do you have barreg? Stage sticky. Seems like someone spilled." Um. I don't know that. I don't know if I had one. And you get bar egg. You work here, yeah? Yeah. So I'll go grab one from the bar. Get one okay. from Oscar or Ellie. Okay. Um, Ellie, when you ask her for the bar egg, she goes, oh, yeah. That's drink got spilled earlier, remember? Uh, during the orc fight. Yeah. Okay, here. And she hands you this towel, this wet towel. Good size. You bring it back. Ah, thank you. A clean stage. And he goes back and he ducks behind the thing. And, um, every once in a while, you see the curtain get hit like he's wiping the... <laughs> the anticipation's building as you get closer. About five minutes before the concert, there is a, a music that just permeates. And it's like low, like, organ music. Uh, very similar to the ghost concert, Norm. Not not necessarily church music, but like that Oregon style, just anticipation of a show. Yeah, and there starts being these, like, every once in a while you'll see like a light, just a magical light sparkle in the bar and then fade happening. And everyone's getting the energy in the rooms excited. Everyone's got their last drinks and has turned their focus is kind of towards the stage. And as it goes on and on uh anticipation building the music is actually crescendoing to a point and there is a point where all these lights just flash suddenly and when they flash that curtain drops you don't even see the curtain drop the curtain disappears the flash is um bright enough to make you want to cover your eyes but yeah yeah like close them or flinch in reaction when you look back at the stage there's bratney shears all her glory, a like, uh, she's like 5'8", human, 
uh, decked out. She looks like Britney Spears. <laughs> Let's go there. Yes, obviously. Uh, her her eight muscle guys are dancing behind her. Uh, rolls into her, hit uh, bash me baby one more time. Um, and the crowd goes nuts. Everything um, everything's going fantastically. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, is this related to smell? No, it is not. 19. Related to sight. 22. Um, both of you, at different times, notice her... Like, you've seen or heard about her performances and how she is an immaculate dancer and never steps out of place and that her dancers are in the same uh, like lockstep with her. It, it's almost mesmerizing to watch, like K-pop dancing. Like, everything's perfectly in sync with each other. Something's off, and she's looking at her feet occasionally. And some of the dancers are looking at each other and at her. But something's off during this first song. And they end. Um, everyone claps, roars, lover stuff, and they start into the second song. And you notice it again. Make another perception check. Is this one related to smell? <laughs> Five. Uh, Thirteen. If it was related to smell, roll your advantage, Jeff. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> you don't notice, um, Remy, but Cornelius, having your height, um, you do notice a, like the stage, it looks like it's, like, where the stage comes out to its edge and the curtain kind of hangs below it, it's like splitting. It's just opening just a little bit, almost unnaturally, like, like the curtain looks, maybe the curtain's falling off of it. Hmm. Uh, second song goes on and uh, you see one of the dancers grab the bar rag and start wiping like the stage where she's dancing and uh, she's talking to the crowd and doing a little banter in, in, in between songs like like she does flirting with the boys and uh, hyping up the ladies and everyone loves the, loving her loves this and they start into the third song and they're about 20 seconds into the third song and the stage snaps up and they are launched off to the sides of it as a massive mouth opens up and a tongue lashes out around one of the one of the goblins in front in fact the goblin on the stool and grabs him and yanks him in the music stops the lights are still going and there is panic and chaos and screaming as the largest mimic you've ever seen in your life is now attacking the crowd. Rolling mm -hmm. this <clears throat> well, that's fun. 
You had uh, me until the. I didn't know what it was until the mouth opened. I'm like, seriously. Uh, hey, hey, give, give me one second. Give me one second before you roll. Okay, go ahead and roll. Oh, it's. No, no, roll because those were from before. All right, uh, rolling initiative. Yep. Twelve. Uh, three. All right. Like, um, why would it be sticky? What's making it sticky? As a free <laughs> like, action, oh, because I'm standing in the door and the girl is right next to me as a free action, can I yell at the girl to to get out? Sure. Yes. Um, do you actually do... I will even allow you to help her out if you want to. Yeah, because I'm assuming she's standing. short, so she would be she's, probably she's standing like on the stool. like an 8-year-old, 8-10-year-old yeah. girl, little twig of a waif of a girl. Yep. So yeah, I'm assuming she'd be on the stool, so I would grab her from the stool, immediately turn around, place her outside the front door, and you, yell, "Run!" You say anything to her? Run for help. Okay. Um, because she would have been there for a while. Remy, did you ever ask her her name? No. This oh, is like an origin story of a Marvel character, Marvel superhero. <laughs> uh, um, I'm just gonna make note. Because I, I got, I'm having too much fun with this. I want this to continue. So, <laughs> this story needs to continue. These characters need to be around. Um, so note to self: right. don't get eaten by the mimic. I guess. Yeah, try not to. Well, um, so uh, let's see. It was this goblin that is gone now, <laughs> and uh, the mimic is first. So it's going to grab this guy. Um, nope, nope. Oh, shit. Come on. Is it over the top of him? No. I just I grabbed him and it started recessing. He grabs that goblin and starts munching. <laughs> That's his turn. Uh, Cornelius. Well. Uh, oh, <laughs> hang on one second. Let me, let me move some people because people are going to start running. Yeah, I only rolled an 11 and people you know like honestly <laughs> this is going to become difficult <laughs> well cornelius um, i don't think we're over the limit anymore in in the bar how are you still are no one's gotten out yet just think you have to fight through the sea of the crowd <laughs> yeah exactly well, I, I put the girl out and two people have gotten eaten so we're probably at capacity <laughs> <laughs> makes up for those three dwarfs that snuck in <laughs> um Oh, uh, shit. Fuck. Help me move the guys towards the door. Oh, uh, yeah, Tom, help, Tom, help them. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do here. <laughs> so That's all it. these people start packing in. Uh, leave those two there. That's uh, Walt Wattler and oh, Staldor. Yeah, yep. They're gonna sit there the entire time and laugh. I mean, they're laughing already. Yeah. Are those dwarves staying there? Uh, nope, the dwarves, everyone, everyone but... Uh, Oscar and Ellie and you guys and those two dwarves. Uh, see, these guys are on stage now. Actually, they've been thrown off. All right, I know what I'm going to do. So, I, we're. Oh, wait. Everyone's cramming around. <laughs> They're all piling in, squishing. Yeah, that's probably better. 
they all go squishing by you. Okay. Oh, so like that, that's cool. When you when you click away from all their rodeo and then come back, all the moves that the, you guys made all happened at once. And it literally looked like the crowd was running away. That's freaking cool. Um, okay. So this is going to be Brittany Shears. Um, put her there. And then I need her dancer dudes, which are all going to be here. Were all eight of them on stage or only eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All eight of them were. So four went to each side. And she went to the one side. <clears throat> Um. All right, Cornelius. All right, this is going to be. Make sure the size on this ten foot radius sphere. Okay, so I'm gonna have to really good placement here. I'm gonna just come around to the front. Okay. Five ten, and I am going to uh, cast. Oh, they're both con saves. Okay, I will cast shatter at third level um so it's a dc 15 con save okay and what does it do uh damage seven okay so i'm gonna do a couple things here i'm going to uh use i'm gonna use my um uh my channel divinity destructive wrath uh, so I'm going to use my one channel divinity uh, <laughs> to deal max damage instead of rolling for lightning or thunder damage. Ooh. So the damage on Shatter is uh, at that level is 4d8. Nice. So 32? 32 damage. Nice. Wow. That's amazing. Big, big Shatter. Um, and it's, it's loud. It's yeah. uh, a Sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense. Each creature in the 10-foot sphere must make a con saving throw. Um, half damage unsuccessful. That's uh, not made of inorganic material, so that doesn't matter. And then uh, non-magical object not being worn or carried also takes the damage if in the spells area. But I centered it 10-foot on it, so it shouldn't have hit anything else. Large creatures 10 by 10, right, Jeff? Uh, large is 10, yep. Let's make. I might have made him a little too big. Yeah. There you go. But you said it was the biggest, biggest mimic we've ever seen. So I made yeah. it. Uh, and then, uh, so that's my action. I don't think. Uh, do, 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 I don't have a bonus action, so I am going to just stay there then. All right, Remy. There are people swarming towards the door. And so, because I'm so small and short, yes, and I'm used to crawling on four feet, I'm just going to crawl underneath the tables. So I'm going to go along the wall and just there you go, crawl under the tables. And I have a speed of, what, 30, 40 feet. Okay. So, 5, You're... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. So it puts me right there. And okay. And... You could double move to get by the Mimic, or you could stand up there and try and do something ranged-wise. I have... Did I see I have? I do have a Javelin. Um, and you could use your bonus action to Rage. You just hope you have hope you take some damage before your next turn. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm going to wait until 
I mean, honestly, could have raged and just sat under the crowd of people, tucked into your shell and let everyone trample. Yeah, right. New meaning by trampled by turtles. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> trampled by turtles. Turtles trampled. You gonna lob your javelin in at him? Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna huck the javelin. Okay. Uh twenty-five to hit. Nice. <laughs> Who times is AC? More than <laughs> for eight eight damage. Eight damage is hell yeah. Javelin goes in and ends up hitting it right above the mouth. It just... oh, I don't know why I rolled. Oh, that was a strength check. Apparently, I accidentally clicked on. Oopsie. All right. Then, that moment, uh, Bratney is going to duck behind the bar. Ellie has kind of pushed her in to the bar. She uh, yelled, get in the kitchen. Uh, so let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. She runs to the kitchen along with her boys are heading that direction they have gone on like these big muscle bound goliaths have gone on full blown panic mode like oh my god and they're running away they don't normally fight stuff they rely on their size and look to intimidate people <laughs> they're flipping out um, one of them gets grabbed by the mimic as they're going by <clears throat> the front of the stage here, Elias stepped out, making room for them. Um, the tongue lashes out the pseudopod, lashes out, wraps around his waist, and lifts him up off the floor, and is going to pull him in, but because he's a Goliath, he has put hands on the upper lip and feet on the lower lip, and is fighting back against this mimic uh, in a contested strength check. So, uh, let's see what his strength is. Uh, the mimic is a five. And he is got a what is he doing? Six, nine, nine. It's a nine. So he's holding himself outside this mimic's mouth as the mimic is lashed onto him and is trying to pull him in. Um, let's see, pseudopod. Uh, he's actually gonna bite him. Um, and and is unable to, unable to actually bite him as he has grabbed this guy. Uh, Cornelius, it is back to you. Uh, one of Brittany Shear's dancer, muscle dancers is um, held in front of the mimics. Oh, half this crowd has moved out of the building. Let's I'll work say on that. that well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you could, you could just start dragging them to the trash bin. Um... Because they're they're technically leaving. Uh, drag them from the backside. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, oh yeah, I'll grab them from the back. Because then, yeah, that just makes sense. Uh, Cornelius, what are you doing? All right, uh, I'm in a, a level two guiding bolt. Okay. Uh, and hope I don't hit the dancer. You hear one of uh, one of the uh, Wattler says, "Man, I've heard the song Hold Me Close, Tiny Dancer,' but I don't think he's very tiny." Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 does hit him. All right. Ooh, it's fun to watch 5d6. That's a lot. 
Let's see. That is a lot of dice. There's a six. There's oh, that was a six. That looks pretty average. Twenty damage. Twenty damage is nice. And next melee, no, next attack on him has uh, advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, next attack roll made against it has before the end of my next turn has advantage, and I will. Yeah, patrons uh, are good now. I'm just gonna move over a little bit. Let's see if I can stay in a square. Okay. That moves us to Remy. All right. Uh, 40 feet should get me right about here. Okay. <clears throat> and I am going to bonus action rage. Yeah. And something happens when you rage that we forgot last week. Uh-huh. I get to roll on the wild magic chart. Ooh. I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, roll it, Norman. Eight gets me... And I just have to... I'm... Go to the bottom of your actions, and the little table is. Nope. If you click on the wild surge, it'll bring it up on the sidebar. Wild surge. That's not fair. Must be maybe other wild surge. There it is. Yeah. Uh, eight. <clears throat> Uh, a bolt of light shoots from your chest. Another creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of your next turn. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again on each of your turns as a bonus action. Oh, shit. So the mimic... Uh, Need con, con save? Con save, con save. Yeah. Beat a 13. A six. Nope. Uh, so That's he is blinded and take 1d6 damage. The d6 is... I'll roll that. Takes 2, two radiant damage. And two is radiant damage. Blinded until my next turn. Blinded by the light. Alright, move bonus action and then... Action. And Let's remember, your first, your first attack is at advantage. Yes. Uh... Would I be, because my axe is on my person, would I be able to grab that and use my axe instead of my knuckle dusters? Yeah, you, you haven't grabbed weapons yet, so. Yeah, you could you could do that as you were moving, yeah. All right. Nineteen. Like, ask me a question? Yes, you. <laughs> you do hit him with a nineteen. And that was with advantage? Yep. Uh, cool. Ten. Ten, ten damage. of slashing damages. The X. Yep. And if and I'm you're... raging, do I get two attacks? You, you as a barbarian at fifth level get two attacks per okay. action. So yes. Oh, that does not hit eight. Nope. You are raging so much you slam the you you miss him and your X slams into the floor. All right. Um, oh, does does do I have to add the plus two melee damage with strength weapons? Do I have to add? That uh, yes. Yeah, you do. So okay. is it two more damage? So it'd can, be two more damage. Yeah, so that would have been twelve. I can show you a way to um, create a, a second attack, but we'll do that in between shows. Yeah, for when you're raging. 
Fingers, you can do a special. All right. The Mimic. Blinded by the light. Uh, screeches. He drops the Muscle Dancer, who runs off. Um, they all file into the kitchen, every one of them. Various spots, panicky, and uh, the cook back there is um, wondering what the hell's going on out there. Uh, Ellie's got everyone safe. She's more concerned about keeping them safe and letting you guys handle this, so she has gone to guard the kitchen door. Um, Oscar has jumped on the bar. He's trying to yell at the patrons to... Calmly, quietly, quickly move to the exit. Don't trample each other. Um, and he's actually using uh, his mage hand to, like, keep people's balance. He's watching vigilantly, and if someone trips, he mage hands to try and just give that little bit of support to keep them on their feet. He's very concerned about the patrons getting out safely. Um, the two dwarves at the end of the bar are laughing their asses off. Um... <laughs> And the giant mimic, even though he's blind, is going to try and pseudopod Remy at disadvantage. Uh, does a 10 hit you, Remy? Nope. And the pseudopod comes out and snaps right over your ear right there. <laughs> uh, let's see. He attacks with the Kabat, and then, then he tries to bite you. Um, again, he's at disadvantage because he's blind. Does a 13 hit you? No. Shit. The other die was a crit, so the disadvantage mattered that time. Wow. Didn't the first time, it was like a 6 and an 8. So. Uh, nice the blinding. Cornelius. All right. Uh... How's it looking? Not well. Okay. A little frustrated. A little, um... Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, um... I'm gonna get in there with the Warhammer. So I'm gonna walk right. up. I'm gonna walk up to him kind of over a little, you know, a little from the side here. Uh, I can't... So he is the stage? or he's... Yeah, basically, yeah. All yeah, right, right there. So I'll just come up to him, and I will just swing, swing Warhammer one-handed. It's not a. Uh, um, it's not going to hit a weapon. It is a versatile weapon, but I have a shield. So. Oh, okay. You want you you want your. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, ten to hit. I'm assuming doesn't hit. No, it does not hit. You end up slamming, and it. <laughs> in its motion to try and grab Remy, you miss as it suddenly it's lunging around blindly, <laughs> so it's moving very erratically. It's hard to hit. Soon when you swing, and you swing, you catch nothing but air as you one hand, wah, uh, and you're frustrated. Uh, and I'm going to, um, no, that's it. That'll All right. My... Uh, Remy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm swinging, man. <clears throat> All right, swing away, swing away. 24 to hit. Yep. For uh, another 10 damage. Another 10 damages? Okay. Oof. And 
Another swing. Oh, I critted. Nice. Oh. At 20. Okay. Roll your damages. This probably will do it. Uh, for uh, another 12 damage. 12 damage? Yes. So you, you swing through with the axe, slice through him, and then come around with this final blow. How does this final blow land? How does this guy die? So I swing one way, and uh, I, I give him a chop. And as a follow-through, I bring it up over my head and yep. down, and I split him right in half. And there, it's literally a gross sound like that. It, yep. As it kind of splits open, and it, what was a stage slowly seeps and puddles into these like two purplish blobs <laughs> sitting on the floor. All sticky and oozy. Uh, most of the crowd has cleared out by now. All of them are kind of congregated outside, uh, waiting for, um, waiting for word that things have calmed down. Uh, there's a lot of questioning. They're talking with each other outside, and you can kind of hear some of it as in the silence of the end of the fight, wondering if there's going to be a concert. If it will happen yet tonight, or if there's going to be a makeup concert, um, Ellie has Ellie has moved. She's moving immediately to the front door. Uh, she goes out, um, addresses the crowd, um, saying, "Yes, there will be um, a repeat or a new performance." Um, We're doing the, the show every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, she says, there will be a makeup show. Uh, I, we're still working with Brandy on when this will be. Um, it may be a new venue that I don't know, but w w the Belching Dragon will host Brandy Shears at some point in the near future again. Uh, there will be flyers posted the second we get this um, uh, leveled up. Those of you that, um, yeah, um, everyone got out okay? Well, almost everybody. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. That's, she's she's PRing this shit right now. And I got to see how, how well she... <laughs> everyone who's not dead made it out okay. Uh, there, there are a couple of people that are like, yeah, bullshit. The 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 PR doesn't go over completely perfectly, um, but the uh, it, she says that we can we can get your money back for tonight. Um, uh, I I will handle that. Um, you need to give me a minute. Uh, I I will I will be right back. And she looks in the door. She's like Cornelius. <laughs> Come watch the door. I gotta get the money back for these people. All right. And she proceeds to get the the silver, um, and asks Remy to help distribute five silver back to all the people. Um. She just grabs the bag that you brought, and through the course of it, you get to the end of the uh, end of the money. And there's still like six people there and you're out of money. <laughs> mm. uh, Ellie's like, uh, um, 
I can go back. Um, clearly, we got swindled here. Um, I'll be right back. There's more money than there are people, or there's more people? There's than there more are... people than there is money. Okay. I was thinking we'd have to sweep the bar to find missing people, but it's the other way around. Yeah, so she goes and uh, she goes back to the bar and grabs enough money to satisfy the other six people. Um, and she ends up talking to you guys in the end. She says, thank you very much. Um, I am going to have to have a talk with Omen about his freaking sister and the damn stage they bought us um yeah all right seeing as how you saved all but one of our patrons um and saved that poor dancer um i'm gonna let it slide that we had six unaccounted guests this evening i don't know how they got in but I'm not overly concerned. The bar is still standing and we only lost one life. So. Uh, you want a job here? Like permanently? Uh, sure. Good help's hard to find. And yeah. you handled yourself quite well. Not that we see mimics every day, but. I think having you two around would be a good idea. Yes. I, yeah, I, I don't see why not. I don't have anything else going on. <laughs> More excitement than we've had in a while. I'm staying. All right. Welcome to the Belching Dragon, gentlemen. Thanks again for your help tonight. Ah, uh, yes. It was all that we could do. The door closes as she says this to you. Behind him, you see the door of the Belching Dragon, and the camera zooms away from the Belching Dragon. The door is a little grander picture of Neverwinter. <laughs> the door is a little off kilter. Yeah, yeah. The door. She actually tries to close it twice before she actually gets it closed. It's like a natural push up on the... Clark Griswold trying to do something. Yeah, you push exactly. up on the handle a little bit so that it squares it's the door. Mm -hmm. Good job, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get fired. No, you actually got hired. <laughs> she may or may and not regret that in the future. Lines, <laughs> storylines to continue. I'm already brewing stuff in my head with these goth kids. Yeah, we got hired and I, ma I made 298 gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Cool. All right, well. Yeah. We are two nerds one quest. We are here every Sunday morning, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. Uh, we are down to Cooch this week, so we did the bouncer one shot. I believe the Cooch will return next week, uh, and I think we're all good to go. So, for investigators, we'll be going back to the investigators. Figure out who the hell is guy in Bruce's cloak is. <laughs> <laughs> I got plans. Yeah, which which means that I need to uh, prepare. And, uh, yeah. So we're back at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv forward slash Tom M. Norm. Uh, follow us social media, Twitter. Uh, go to bit.ly slash Our Fun Discord. Join our Discord. Have some chats with us. Listen to the music that John puts in there for his uh, chat. 
<laughs> My prep music. Excuse me. Not for his chat, for his <clears throat> prepping. I had to think of a word before I sneezed. My medieval Britney Spears music this morning was great. Yeah. <laughs> Got me in the mood. Uh, Bit.ly slash Discord. If you want to support us, let other people know of the show. Uh, share it. Give us some ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcast fun from podcast drops Wednesday mornings. Uh, the free version that doesn't have the pre and post show content. The Patreon version of the podcast with the pre and post show content will be available by noon today because I usually have it up within an hour or two after the show. One dollar a month gets you three to four unedited podcasts a month. Costs you literally almost nothing to join our Patreon. Um, yeah. So for me, for JC, for Genius, and for the missing cooch, we'll catch you next week. You and your mimics. <laughs> I love mimics. Wow, oh, that's so great. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on it, Jeff, sooner. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, you know, I was like, oh, it's a little sticky. Well, that makes sense. There's someone spilled on it or something. And then I was yeah. trying to remember if, like, why was it still sticky, though? Yeah. Right, well, no chat, one had cleaned it up in the last adventure. So. If you're in chat, go to the link, tommymnorm.showbot.tv. We got some titles to choose. Oh, boy. What do we got today? We got a lot. <sighs> Shrug my show. All right, I'm going to read some of these out. We have uh, Shrug My Shell, Both of These Bouncers, Teacher <laughs> Goblin Problem, The Table of Undead Goth Kids, Stump Wan McGee, Undead Goth Kids of the World Unite, Ride the Turtle, How Large is Large, Hold Me Close Goliath Dancer. Yeah. That gets my vote. <laughs> Hold Me Close Goliath Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I'm like looking back on this, I'm so disappointed because I could have described the little girl as not a girl, but not yet a woman. Um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, like, I, like, I'm looking at all of Britney Spears' song titles. <laughs> it's going, <laughs> like, Circus would have fit in there somewhere. Hold Me Closer. She has a song called Hold Me Closer, which I could have said for the. <laughs> Uh, could, have, could have described well we did toxic and oops I did it again last time cause I can't make and I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Alquin is not on today so I'm not yeah, sure who, who is uh, around for voting but had to make it a tie mm -hmm. always a tie that's funny yeah they were gonna start using vicious mockery on you <laughs> After punching at you twice. Who, oh, were they? The goth kids, yeah. Yeah. It can be like their signature spell. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'll those goth kids. come up with kids. a list of insults for you guys. That made me chuckle. I, I have to do Hold Me Close Goliath Dancer. That's, I have to yeah. choose that one. Yep. That was fun. That was, that was funny. I wasn't expecting... <laughs> The goth kids got me. That was that. Made me laugh. Well, and that 
this is the greatest thing about D D is we the the only reason that happened is we grabbed the undead tokens. <laughs> I linked undead with goth in my head. Yep. And said I was gonna say it's a bunch of undead goth kids. And then we went with it. And then what for whatever reason, Tom decided to throw one out. Well, I'm like, yeah, and story just evolves. I, I I had the guy like I knew I wanted to have people pressure you at the door in various ways. And the dwarf with the bribe. And then there would just be a little sweetheart girl that would just tug at the heartstrings and you'd want to let her in. I didn't expect you to grab the cop kids and throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were only there because we grabbed the undead tokens. I love D&D. Oh, improv is so much fun. I think the reason I, I, probably the biggest reason I wasn't expecting a mimic was because you set up so many things. There was the creepy dolls, the crawling claw, the the, the uh, dwarf and his friends. It's like there were so many things. It's like I don't know where the crazy thing is going to come from, and I'm just I'm just walking around to hope I'm in the right place at the right time. So what was what was I going to notice if I would have had a high perception when Brittany Shears when they were unloading? Uh, I can't tell you yet. Can't say yet no. <laughs> No. <sighs> she somehow made it to the stage, so she either has uh, teleportation magic or uh, yeah, was in one yeah. of, or was in one of the boxes there. I, I can tell you that there, there was teleportation magic from the room above. That's how she got to the stage. Um, I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, but there's another concert that's going to happen at some point, and it is honestly, yeah. I will just tell you this. I, I can tell you this much. It is a secret that she wants kept a secret. Mm. Oh no, she's Princess Witch Delilah. Oh, that'd be an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe it's a different secret, and this is why I don't tell you things. <laughs> Until it happens, it's not. Uh, Until it happens. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Good stuff. Hey. This was this was fun. I I hope we didn't. Talk, I mean, I with a couple of spells there. I did fifty-two damage in two rounds because yeah. yeah. I maxed out. But you know, that's the thing. It's like if this battle would have gone on longer, I, I was. I mean, I'm gonna save one third level, one second level, and one first level, and that's kind of why I switched to to melee at that point. Because like, if this is the only thing we're fighting, uh, we're good. But if something else shows up, I better have some some backup. But it's always a it's a, a balance and tom gives me the time signal occasionally and i'm i'm watching uh the time as we get near the end when i get that signal i i usually when he does it i'm expecting him to do it at that point it's like tom's gonna give me the signal any moment here uh, and i'll usually nod to him um but yeah that he crit and i'm like yeah here we go <laughs> yeah take it away yeah, Not I that figured, it, I mean, I like, he did actually really kill it. He yeah. killed it. He did yeah. actually kill it there. Um, yeah, you did four. It looks like 44 damage from if I wrote all the things down yeah. and I got 52. So it was almost 100 damage. Yeah. So it was. Well, your shatter, your shatter at the beginning. Your shatter was you know, I can only I can only do it once with my. Uh, um, Considering the, this was the boss of the adventure arc. Yeah. <laughs> to do it. 
the uh, what's the the cleric ability? The uh, channel divinity. I can only do it once. Mm -hmm. So do so we get a level? I have to take a short rest. John, do we get to gain a level? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, level up. Oh man, that's cool. And this this can continue, like that that was the story arc I had written for it that I was going to try and get in one session, but with the orc fight, it didn't work out that well. Um, mm. But I have three leads to draw this on, four leads um, to, to draw this out into more stuff if we want. So we awesome. can keep going. Yeah, I won't as far as... delete this character. Yeah, I think, the, I think we're at a point where we probably don't delete any characters, because... They could be oh. used uh, unless they die, die, you know, like Aaron. Yeah. Well, and I, I, we can make note of the level they are, and then you can just their class and level, and then just go ahead and yeah, just if make you screen, them again. If you do screenshot their stats or something, and or print as PDF and save the PDF somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's too. So. But, yeah, oh, I think shit, you nice. know, kind of looking at like timing and stuff, like the calendar year and that stuff, because there is a there's a specific calendar that goes with the Sword Coast. Yeah. So trying to tie um, in like all that, you know, how does that work? And I said it's eight somewhere because <laughs> yeah. I know you love doing shit like that. So I'll, I'll because uh, you and you said and you said something in the first one about looking for seasonal help uh, between um, Independence Day, Orcish Independence Day, and Midwinter, and so that kind of okay, looks like allish. Yeah, dream, so yeah, so th this will probably actually set. Like, the Orcish Independence Day isn't actually something that exists in the Sword Coast. I, I read that somewhere and went, okay. Um, so I'll just have to set so, that day. And if, then we'll, uh, it's just before midwinter, apparently. So. so then, like, the last campaign was 100 days and started approximately in fall. So it would have ended somewhere at, probably after midwinter. Yep. Um, maybe after the Souls, at least after the Solstice, I think. So then the question is, like, is this one year later one year later, one yeah, year later. So, so basically all of the things that we've done so far would have been within approximately a year yeah okay so we'll get that it makes all. it that makes it easier to partition out instead yeah. of trying to figure out like oh yeah uh you know these characters are five years older now yeah because exactly. you know you know looking at like you know having oscar in the bar and stuff it's like okay well is oscar still level four well, nice. The nice thing about Oscar and um because they existed in the previous campaign. So their entry point into that timeline can basically be whenever Ellie's got that bar up. Mm -hmm. Um and when Ellie and Doc Ellie has to be there though, so I imagine it's probably after that adventure concluded. And then just oh no, it's gotta be gotta So be we yeah, we left. We figured that because uh, Oscar was there before Jacob joined, so yeah. that they came in sometime while Ellie was in Lonely Wood, but before they came back from fighting Oral in the Rock on the island. Yeah. Maybe, um, so maybe they helped build and get the Belching Dragon up and running? Yeah. Hired help? Like, Bo and Oscar went with Ellie to yeah. Neverwinter. Yeah. Yeah, they would have came, so that would have left the um, the fairy chick and to help. I, don't, I doubt she stuck around, but no. Okay, 
Well, we'll uh, have to come up with Doc, and maybe you have to run an original Belching Dragon game. Uh, well, I, and I figure, you know, uh, the character of Vok, I figure, came from Icewind Dale. So he uh, he would have either known of Ellie before coming or would have been talking to Doc and made his way that's, down. To, let's have him so. talk to Doc. Do it that way. Like, Doc. Right. And again, it's depending on where in the time, where exactly, like what what season of the year is uh, is the investigators happening? Mm-hmm. Is that spring? I mean, we had some pretty big flowers and trees and bright green, so mm-hmm. yeah, probably. Right. I'm gonna shut the stream down. <laughs> so thanks everybody in chat. Uh, there's nobody on right now to to raid, so we're just gonna shut her down and uh, cool. see you guys next week. Hasta luego. Bye-bye. Bye.